Welcome back to Building the Bakken. I'm your host, Jason Spies. In our next segment, Bakken Environment, we focus on reclamation and winter construction. For this feature, we talk with the president of the North Dakota Petroleum Council, Ron Ness, the manager of government affairs with Alliance Pipeline, Tony Strachadine, and North Dakota Governor Jack Dalrymple. This feature on Bakken Environment and the interviews are sponsored by Montana Rig Mats. Montana Rig Mats, better mats, better prices. Give them a call, 855-444-MATS. That's Montana Rig Mats, 855-444-MATS. Specializing in rig mats, camp mats, and custom fabrication. Visit their website at www.mtrigmat.com. mtrigmat.com. Montana rig mats. Better mats, better prices. And now back to building the Bakken. Up first in our Bakken environment interviews, Ron Ness, the president of the North Dakota Petroleum Council. I believe that reclamation is, Ron Ness with the North Dakota Petroleum, I believe that reclamation is one of the key topics that we discussed at today and in terms of, of landowners. Uh, there was a period where, you know, I think we, we rushed through with subcontracts and just didn't do a good job. And we, we have essentially paid for it in the field and you've got to go back and restore those relationships. One of the reasons we put that pipeline hotline uh, proposal into our flaring task force issue. But uh, in addition to that, through the Industrial Commission, the Oil and Gas Research Council, uh, through the Bakken Optimization Program, has uh, developed a, a funding and a partnership with NDSU and, and all of their knowledge in, in research and, and agriculture and, and, and soils in North Dakota to develop better practices for the grasses. And the technology the farmers are using today isn't just a, a standard a standardized planting system. I, I think we need to look at advancing that. So EERC and, and NDSU are working on that, and I, I think that will be good. But you know, we do do a good job of reclamation in terms of the of the overall picture. But I think it was in terms of of just uh, we had some wet springs, we did some things. So uh, there's some there's some improvements we can make. And one I think is again using uh, you know winter insulation of these pipelines would be huge. It would allow us to get more pipe in the ground over over a year, stay out of the landowners. Sit, Farm, farm fields in some situations. So uh, we've got a lot of work to do there and some we're going to focus on and maybe maybe somebody here has some of uh, the specifics they're using in the field. I'm Tony Strackwooding with Alliance Pipeline. We're the Interstate Natural Gas Pipeline Company, FERC regulated. We permitted our Tioga lateral, an 80 mile, 12 inch line from Tioga, North Dakota to Sherwood, North Dakota to connect to the Alliance main line that's been in the ground 14 years to Chicago. We built the Tioga Lateral specifically under FERC jurisdiction using a winter construction approach where we did some initial topsoil stripping in the late fall after the crops had come off. We then came in in the winter and did the subsoil, set that to a separate side, put our pipeline, in, installed it, constructed it, welded it together, tested it, and then put the subsoil back in, waited for the springs so that soil would be compacted better, and then in the spring put the topsoil back on. So we've had very good results, but on the other hand, the one thing Alliance follows up with is a commitment to the land. We recognize the privilege that landowners provide us to put our pipeline as an easement, even though we pay for that right, they continue to own the land and operate over us. But the key is that we have a commitment. So if a landowner has an issue or concern, we come back. We've communicated with landowners on who the crews are. We've got strict training for those crews as they come out and restore the land. We also report back to the federal agency on how we've restored things. The landowner can also call the FERC hotline as well if they have issues. But it's one that's a positive relationship. We know it's a privilege to be there. We're going to be there for many years, safely and efficiently operating that energy infrastructure, and we do it through that commitment to the land. So the technology's there to put these in the winter? 
Yes, and part of that's a Canadian approach. The, the Canadians have obviously done this in many areas. Historically, there is some incremental additional cost to what you traditionally see. One thing, you got to stay warm, obviously, as you put that stuff in place. So seasonality is a challenge, but it's one that it can be done effectively and efficiently. And that was Tony Strakadin, Manager of Government Affairs with Alliance Pipeline. Next, North Dakota Governor Jack Dalrymple. That and uh, what I tell all of these companies... Uh, pipeline companies as well as oil companies. This is a farming and ranching state. Uh, When you go out to talk to a landowner about an easement, you need to treat them like they're your mother. And anybody who tries to expedite or use high pressure or any other intimidation in North Dakota is going to be very, very sorry. And I think uh, the companies have uh, learned that well over the last few years. Uh, They're showing a lot of good practices out there for the most part. Uh, They are having success. But we will not uh, do anything in North Dakota to undermine the rights of the private landowner. And that was the governor of North Dakota, Jack Dalrymple. To listen to full-length interviews or other Bakken environment features, visit our website at buildingthebakken.com like to remind you folks once again that this segment and interviews were sponsored by Montana Rig Mats. Better mats, better prices. Give them a call at 855-444-MATS. That's 855-444-MATS. Or visit their website at mtrigmat.com. That's mtrigmat.com. Montana Rig Mats. Better mats, better prices. This part of the show? Log on to buildingthebakken.com for past shows and interviews. All the time we spent trying to hold on. Trying to hold on. Each week, Building the Bakken extracts the very best stories and interviews that are driving the conversation. Interested in news from the Bakken? Sign up for the Building the Bakken newsletter at buildingthebakken.com. As the Black Hills becomes busier with oil and gas professionals, researching the Tyler or traveling through to the Bakken, I'd like you folks to remember the recipient of the 2013 TripAdvisor Certificate of Excellence Award, the Super 8 and Spearfish, South Dakota. That's where I stay when I go to the Black Hills. Quick, easy access to Deadwood, Belfouche, and Rapid City. The Super 8 in Spearfish, South Dakota has a retractable roof over their pool and hot tub area. The retractable roof is a one of a kind for this region. Comfortable beds, friendly staff, and a free breakfast with Wi-Fi. The Super 8 in Spearfish, South Dakota also accommodates to RV parking, business and family friendly. For more information on the Super 8 of Spearfish, South Dakota, call 605-642-4721. That's 605-642-4721. 4721. Or visit our website, buildingthebakken.com. We have their information linked up. That's the Super 8 in Spearfish, South Dakota. when I was in grade school, them drilling a, a well on our land and they weren't able to get to the oil because of the lack of technology at the time. But 
I was just telling him some random stories. Uh, he has a film background. He goes, dude, we got to make a movie up there. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it is it, it is Wild West. Now I've been moving around a lot these days From apartment to apartment I'm very happy that I ended up in North Dakota. People are amazingly true to their heart. I grew up here back when things oil field was slow. It's pretty much just a farming community. Under the soft red glow of the wintertime city clouds. Every time I go home now, it's something, something's different, you know. There's three more apartment complexes or Menards is going up, always changing. Every time I roll back to town. Every time I roll back around. Even when you see, like, uh, people driving down the street, now you see Lambos drive, you see Ferraris, you see Porsches. That's something we've never seen before. It, it's really, it's really changed. Out by my grandma's house, and some days I can almost feel the wind blow. Tastes like cool, dry, dusty autumn here in my mouth. Uh, in a car, they're in a tent, they're in some other building that's not meant for human habitation. We've actually found people living in haystacks, in uh, grain bins. We found one guy that, that basically gets shelter in a culvert each night. Come falling down on me every time I roll back to town. Every time I roll back around. On Friday nights, if there wasn't a game going on, I'd jump in my dart swinger. 72 Dodge Dart, two-door, sports model, and uh, Drag Main, where we'd turn, uh, take a right by Simonson's, go down, take a left, which is now maybe, I don't know if it's a Hardy's there, we'd go down Main, turn around the depot, and then drive that rod back. Pretty simple life. I have lived in Dickinson since 1978, and I went through the 80s oil boom, married there, and then we went through some pretty lean times in Dickinson. I feel like going back to North Dakota, take a job and find a wife, and finally settle down. Give this football shot opportunity the best of my abilities and uh, get my agronomy degree and hopefully return home, work at the local elevator and help take over the family farm. And provides, and I'd hate to think that I'd become a stranger to the place where I was born, where my heart still resides. Well, if your industry coming in, you know, respect the people that you're coming on to. Well, if you're coming on a sovereign nation, you should respect those people. All the memories come falling down on me every time I roll back to town. Beautiful mother, came off a farm in Berthold, eighth grade education, moved into a one-room apartment above a bar and a hardware store, had to go on welfare, and then get a job as a domestic in babysitting. But that mama was a wonderful teacher and one of the most pathologically honest people I've ever met. So as hard as it sounds now, it really wasn't that tough because I had a good person, a good example inside the house. I've actually lived on the eastern half of the state longer than I have over here, but I'll still always call Western North Dakota home. 